This episode of What's in the Box Office is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O and be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. This weekend at the box office, audiences raced to theaters as Dom and Fam rocketed to the best opening weekend since December 2019. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this, the 158th episode of What's in the Box Office. everyone and welcome to what's in the box office your weekly look at movies and the money they make each week we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large i am your host brian and i'm your host noah and i'm really disappointed in myself i can't make a to the moon joke quite work it's you also you also don't know if that happens the uh no but just i know i know they go into space well we don't know how high at least like the second layer of the atmosphere that everyone's calling space. I don't think they go to the moon. I, I'm just saying. They're they called Moon Racer. They held on to this Raker. movie and suddenly it made a lot of money and it's in the lexicon, the to the moon thing now, and it's just right there, but I can't quite square that circle. To moon so. to, is that what you're thinking? To moon to something maybe. Oh no, but that's see, too that's fast. A, uh, too fast to the mu- to the moon. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think that I think that's it. That's, okay. that's certainly closer than anything I had. So uh, well done, and I apologize uh, in short order. Apology accepted. Noah, give us a top five. All right. Uh, this week we're getting my top five Wes Anderson movies. I've seen five Whoa. of them, uh, and so I'm ranking five of them. And this is. Just based on my memory of seeing them, I had not checked back in, so we can all leave me alone when I say number five is the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> it's been many years. Yes, yes, everyone, I I, I welcome your booze. I revel in them. Uh, haven't seen it in a long time. I uh, probably connect with it better the second time I do. But until then, it's at number five. Number four is Isle of Dogs. Number three, Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, this last two, I think, is predictable. Yeah. Do you know which way it's going? Perhaps uh, not. Well, no, hang on. I'm trying to... Oh, uh, yeah, Grand Budapest and then the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Correct. Budapest at two and Fantastic Mr. Fox mm-hmm. at one. Uh, though perhaps you just wanted the top five at the box office. Oh, uh, let me check my notes. Uh, yes, pl- yeah, please, yeah. All right. Well, in that case, uh, opening at number one, was F9, The Fast Saga, with $70 million, which is a really big number uh, that I haven't seen in uh, a long, long time. December 2019. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, a Quiet Place Part 2 came in at number 2 with $6.2 million. It's a 31.8% drop. That is up to 1363 the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard came in at number three with 4.8. It was a 57.2% drop. That is up to 25.8 million. Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway came in at number four, also with 4.8. Oh, man, those might switch when these numbers get fully finalized. Uh. 
<laughs> then I'll seem the fool. Uh, Peter Rabbit 2 had a 20.3% drop. Very nice. Good for Peter Rabbit. Bringing it up to $28.8 million. Number five, uh, repeating at number five this week is for Cruella. The th- I think that's the third week. Sorry. I think it's the third week in a row. Cruella's been number five. Uh, wow. I didn't even notice last week. I'll have to double check that. Uh, I gotcha. But yes, Cruella uh, made $3.7 million. That's a 22.8% drop. Cruella is up to 71.3. It is the third week in a row Cruella has been in a five. Wow. Uh, the box consistency. office. But, but we're not talking about Cruella right now. As our feature presentation is F9, the Fast Saga. Opened well with seven. Thank you. Opened with $70 million. Um. And, you know, I've seen a lot of stories today going uh, fast. Uh, F9 made $70 million higher than uh, Hobbs and Shaw's 60, but below the fate of the Furious is 98. And I, to them, I say, fuck you. That's what are just, you doing? That's, I feel like that's the similar, not to, not to, not to bring politics into our old podcast, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, I feel like that's the same as all those articles that are just like quoting. Pre- it's like President Trump quote, "I'm gonna do the thing. I'm gonna save America with this plan," and then like applies no critical thought to that. It's just like, well, I don't know. We said it. I'm like, what do you want from me? And, and it's it's the same thing here. Like, well, I don't know. It, it made less money. What do you want? It just did. This yeah, number's bigger than this number. That's all I got. <laughs> It's completely irresponsible for pundits to put that out there and not give context as to, but this is great, which yeah. is, which it is. Um, I think that the seventy million exactly is indicate is is an indication um, that Universal is probably thinking it's less and just hoping to find the money. So don't be surprised if tomorrow it's actually like sixty eight and a half or sixty nine. But seventy is a nice number. It's actually Noah. What Fast and Furious open to? in 2009 officially rebooting wow. the franchise with a surprising 70 million dollars um at the time we were all shocked that the model of the the legacy sequel as it was at the time one of the first that really jumped out in the in the um late 2000s um that that worked and that's what led us to today with another 70 million yes it is below the fate of the furious but even taking aside the pandemic, okay, the fate of the Furious was not well received by fans, and so in normal times, if F nine opened to around seventy, sure it might be low, but yeah. not entirely surprising given that this movie is not adding anything new to the franchise. Right? I mean, we could all talk about John Cena all we want. But it's not adding the exciting element of. of <laughs> I'll, I'll cap you in a, a few hours. But um, this F nine is not adding a new element. It's not adding Statham. It's not adding the Paul Walker farewell. It's not adding the Rock to Fast Five or everyone coming together. Right. This is just a business as usual uh, thing where they're they're stunt casting the villain. You know. And sure. they do more crazy stuff, but this also didn't have the appeal of, you know, six with the what was the uh, with the tank scene, where in the trailer you're like, oh my, they tried to do that with with the car and the rocket at the end of this, but they go to space. Well, you we don't know that, but um, but even still, the uh, the it didn't generate that excitement. So this just seemed like another 
run-of-the-mill Fast and Furious movie. And so it opening less than the previous film, which didn't excite audiences or didn't leave an impact, is normal erosion, which is, I grant you, something that this franchise has, for most of its run, shied away from magnificently, right? That's one of the reasons why it's my favorite franchise is because the fourth one and then the fifth one made more and then the sixth one made more and the seventh one made more. That never happens. But now we're getting to normal franchise erosion. Fine. So even if this was the number and this opened, you know, Memorial Day of 2020 and everything was fine, um, I think we'd all be like, that's low, but it's not entirely surprising. So the fact that it did this during a pandemic is frankly great. And it is the highest grossing weekend since Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker in December 2019. Um, and it's, 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 a, it's a great number. You know, the, the movie currently, Noah, is at uh, 400 million worldwide. It's soon going to pass um, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong as the biggest uh, American film worldwide. But um, it's it's another big hit for uh, uh, the F nine and 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 that's a very cool number and it's also very interesting that it's the same as Fast and Furious. But um, I don't see anything entirely wrong with this at all. It it could have been worse. It could have been better. This is a I think a, a great result. Yeah, it's just it's a huge success. It's the exact inverse of In the Heights. Yes, that, like the the exact degree to which that movie was a spectacular flop uh, was probably affected by COVID, mm-hmm. but that movie was just a spectacular flop. And the exact degree to which this movie, F9, the Fast Saga, is a smash hit, mm-hmm. may have been affected by COVID, but as far as I'm concerned, it is uh, unequivocally a smash hit. Yeah, you know, next weekend we'll definitely tell the tale. It is a holiday weekend, but 4th of July coming on Sunday is going to hurt its holiday chances because people will be out that day um, and whatnot, but uh, uh, next weekend's going to tell the tale. And what's interesting next weekend, the forever purge is coming out. And so is boss baby Two family business. That's, that's premiering simultaneously, I believe on Peacock, but all three of these films universal. Uh-huh. So universal is going to have a big weekend next week. But, uh, but the story for this movie is going to be told next week. And if it drops like a, if it drops over 75%, we're going to be looking at, okay, this isn't doing well and it's not playing beyond the fan base and they should wrap it up at the next movie. If it holds a little better, it got a B plus cinema score, which as we know is okay. Um, Uh Fate of the Furious, I believe had an A minus. So it's even below that, but uh, you know, this is a, this is a big number. We haven't seen a number like this in in a very, very long time. So it is exciting that um, even if it is four sequels, or franchise play, uh, people still come out. Would it surprise you to learn that Boss Baby 2 Family Business is uh, complete news to me? (laughs) 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 That I had literally no idea that movie existed until just now? Well, uh, I know we're doing for early reaction this week. Family Um, business, you say? (laughs) because yeah. he's a baby well he's a baby he's it's i think this might blow you away i'm gonna find the the synopsis for this okay i've Here, seen here's what I, i've seen the trailer twice i really want it to be a christopher robin slash hook situation uh-huh. where uh, i believe 
Toby Maguire voiced like the voiceover of the young boy. Uh, I want him to be all grown up and having like become a disillusioned businessman. He stopped right. believing in the boss baby. And so the boss baby has to come back and, uh, you know, rekindle his uh, little business spirit. Right. Toby Maguire did play him as an adult. So I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I wasn't entirely listening to what you said, but um, if you were correct, great. And let me know when I read this okay. to you. I was, I was looking up the thing. It's not called Boss Baby 2, just called the Boss Baby Family Business. Got it. It's based on a book. The original is based on a book and it's sequel. In Cold Blood. Yeah. And the Boss Baby, the book, had a sequel called The Bossier Baby, which is a much better title than The Boss Baby Family Business. And then a, uh, a sequel to that called Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. Which is a great book. All right, here we go. Tim and his boss baby little bro Ted have become adults and drifted away from each other. So was that correct so far? I, I did want Tim to be an adult, yes. Did you want the baby to now be an adult? No, I want we're I wanted, in the future, my friend. I wanted the baby to uh, come back like Winnie the Pooh did. In right, right. Adam. Yes, now I'm piecing together that I did hear certain things you said. Yes. Yes. So here's, they're actually both adults, which is weird. Good. Which is weird. Tim is now a married dad. Boss. Ted is a hedge fund CEO, so the boss baby is now just a boss. Yes. But a new boss baby with a cutting, which is just a funny thing to say, with a cutting edge approach and can-do attitude is about to bring them together again and inspire a new family business. Tim and his super mom wife, Carol, I don't like that, live in the suburbs with their super smart, okay, we view soup as a super family. Oh, okay. They're just doing it. Sorry. His super mom wife, Carol, live in the suburbs with their super smart seven-year-old daughter, Tabitha, and super cute new infant, Tina. Tina Fey, boss, boss pants. Um, Tabitha, who's at the top of her class at the prestigious Acorn Center for Advanced Childhood, idolizes her uncle, Ted, who's the CEO, who was the boss baby, and wants to become like him. But Tim worries that she's working too hard and is missing out on a normal childhood when baby tina reveals that she's and it says this so i'm going to tada a top secret agent for baby Corps on a mission to uncover the dark secrets behind tabitha's school and its mysterious founder dr erwin armstrong it will reunite the templeton brothers in unexpected ways leading them to reevaluate the meaning of family and discover what truly matters they do eventually become babies again so we will see the boss baby through magic. We will see the boss baby as his normal boss baby self, but uh, but he is an adult, and I think that's a weird plot. If you recall, the first one isn't bad. It's like the weirdest movie on earth, which I gave it credit for just to watch. It's going. This is a children's movie, and it's just bananas. Um, but uh, I won't be seeing that in theaters. But anyway, that's what's about. So that's all next week. I mean. The movie's doing well overseas. It, you know, opened big in China, dropped hard because they didn't end up liking the movie. Um, but we should still get to over 600 million worldwide, probably, which is, you know, below the uh, the 760 or the, sorry, the Fate of the Fury still made over a billion worldwide, which I did not know. 
Um, I, re- I actually I remember that now that you now that one, you say that one point two billion. Matter of fact, um, there was talk before F nine came out that it could be the first. It could be the first uh, film in history to make less than a two hundred million here, but still a billion worldwide. Which would be interesting. I don't think we're getting that anymore. What with what's going on, but uh, we'll see if it. If it, I mean, we'll see if this can get over one fifty in North America. I don't think it's going to have legs, but uh, but seventy million is a really nice number to start with. Um, in its second weekend, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. That's what it's called. Uh, it four, yeah, four, four point eight million dollars, fifty seven percent drop 26 total yeah that's not what they wanted and uh the movie will make uh 35 maybe it'll make another 10 uh we're not going to be getting a third one um uh in our spotlight peter rabbit 2 the runaway first of all drops have been terrific quiet place part two none down another 3.1 percent no a six it still made six million this weekend in its fifth weekend yeah. uh you know paramount has that deal with theaters after 45 days they're going to pull the flick to Paramount Plus, uh, maybe we don't. <laughs> uh, that that would be in two weeks from today. Mm. Uh, fuck your deal. They would pull this movie, and I think in two weeks from today, it's still going to be making over a million dollars a weekend. So why are we leaving money on the table? We'll see what they do, but this is the kind you know. I think Universal's deal, if I'm not mistaken, is they can they'll keep the movie in theaters for two to three weeks, and then if it's not doing well, they they can pull it. And if it is doing well, they can leave it. I hope Paramount has the same thing because The Quiet Place 2 is dropping very small, which is exciting. But uh, Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, it's a great drop. You mentioned $5 million this weekend, $28, 29000000 million total. It's not what they wanted. The first one made over 100 But if this gets to 40 you know, that's nice. And the reason why it's in the spotlight worldwide crossed $100 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one made over $300 million, but uh, it's doing pretty well in the U.K., and then the other spotlight, Cruella, uh, another just dropping like a twenty-two point percent drop, dropping like a stone. It crossed seventy million domestic. It'll definitely get over eighty. This thing is uh, very slowly making a decent chunk of change in the current box office uh, atmosphere. So that's that's nice too. I would like to add a spotlight of my own this week, if sure. that's all you had planned, uh, and I'll uh, introduce it in the form of the question: uh, What happened with nobody? this weekend uh why don't you explain the number and then i will so, uh, uh why you're asking and then i'll tell you nobody came in at number 10 this week with five hundred and sixty thousand dollars. uh up from number 22 mm-hmm. last weekend the five hundred and sixty thousand dollars recommend uh, represented a three thousand three hundred and ninety percent increase and yet uh, it dropped theaters it, it did. It lost it, 192, it down 192 theaters. 192 theaters, which was uh, over half of its theater counts. Uh, so that leads me to ask uh, Brian, uh, what's up with that? Uh, I believe it might be drive-ins only, but Universal, which uh, distributed nobody, packaged it with uh, F9 as a double feature. Aha! Yeah, I think it might have been drive-ins only, but uh, it is a fun number to see. Three thousand three. 3,400% yeah. increase when dropping theaters is, is pretty funny. Back in the top 10. Very oh. All right, no, it's time for some games. Love it. Uh, it is time to play everybody's favorite game. Did it, it make, make more, more or, or less than open, open water? water. Wait, wait, how to play. wait, can we do it again? I'll do it like, uh, I'll do it like mayor. 
They'll do it like Mare? Yeah, just go ahead. Okay. It's time to play everybody's favorite game. Did, Did it, it make, make more, more or, or less, less than open, open water? water. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, I, I was I wasn't sure if you'd do anything besides say water. I did. I said, did uh, it make no, more I, or less than open water? Yeah, I uh, I heard it as you were doing. Oh, it, okay. Yeah. Going in, I was just expecting the exact same <laughs> exact same thing. Say yeah. Water. Yeah. Uh, we all know how to play. I have a movie. You tell me whether it made more or less than open water at the box office. <laughs> For a bonus point, you can tell me what year the movie came out. Are you ready to play? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. I think I have. Uh, tweaked this back though i said that last week so let's go movie number one what to expect when you're expecting more more correct right out the gate the movie based on i think a pregnancy pamphlet uh no it's (laughs) It's an actual book (laughs) it is an actual book but it's just like a a guide so you've ruined your life as the simpsons would say um 2013 is a guess. Uh, a close one, but wrong. It was 2012. 2012, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, but the win still on the table this week as we move into film number two, Brothers. <laughs> less? Brothers was less. Okay. Uh, comically less, apparently. Because I laughed. Um, 2009. Yes, that is correct. It was 2009, and you've uh, secured the necessary points once again. Uh, Brothers any good? Never seen it. Never seen it. I've never seen it either. I don't like Tobey Maguire, but Natalie Portman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jim Sheridan. I mean, he was uh, very excited for him. Let's let's keep it on the back burner, just in case. All right, fine. Uh, Your final film. Uh, the finest hours. Oh, more, I think. Less, in fact. Ah, less. That was recent. <laughs> it cost a lot, right? Probably. I think it uh, Chris Pine. Casey Affleck would have. I think it was right after his. Uh... Oh, was it right after his Oscar win? Let's find out. I will say two thousand and eighteen. Uh, no, not quite that recent. Uh, it was two thousand sixteen. Oh, so it was not after his Oscar win. Uh, no. Uh, so that's too bad. Uh, I finally, I finally got a zero out of you. Uh, oh no! Looking back, that is the uh, the second one. I got you right out the gate with the November Man. Are you every keeping other track? Film so far. Yeah, yeah, I keep track of the points. Okay. Uh, every other film so far, you've uh, scored at least one point on. That Add film, the finest hours to the Hall of Fame. That film cost seventy to eighty million dollars. Good God! And it starred Eric Bana, Greg Gillespie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Uh, it is a little weird if you're going to keep track of whether or not things are weird. Uh, he is a weird filmography. He did Mr. Woodcock, which we all remember. Sure. Billy Bob Silly Thornton, Man. Sean William Scott, Susan yeah. Sarandon. What if the gym teacher like fucked your mom? Yeah. And you were like, and you were under, and you were under the bed, and the bed was like pushing down into your face because that's where their bodies were. 
Sure. Can you imagine? He did Lars and the Real Girl, which people really like. Fright Night, which we really like. Sure, that was fun. Million Dollar Arm, when John Hamm thought he could be a leading man. The Finest Hours, which flopped. Yes. I, Tanya, which was Oscar nominated. And Cruella, which he's getting a sequel from. He also directed six episodes of the United States of Terra. He directed the pilot to My Generation. He directed and executive produced Physical, which is on Apple TV, which is the Rose Byrne show. And uh, he's currently directing Pam and Tommy with uh, Lily, uh, Lily James, Sebastian Stan, Seth Rogen, those people. Okay. Uh, Pamela Anderson Lee. Boy, oh boy, I can't wait. Uh, she looks just like her. Yeah, all the great. Are. What a uh, what a great way to allocate your resources. <laughs> uh, it's got a good cast. Sure, lots of things do. Plenty of talented people in the old Hollywood. Uh, anyway, uh, a three point affair is and enough. That's it for, for this episode's Noah's Hollywood Cynic Hour. <laughs> <laughs> they gave her a great wig. Big deal. It's not just a wig. Have you seen the photos? Yeah, I've seen the photos. Her entire face is different. She looks I just know. like Pamela Anderson. It's wild. Sure. Anyway, uh, anyway uh, congratulations on your Thank win. You. Though I did almost get you. It's coming one of these days. You're not going to be ready for it. I uh, will be because we always announce when we're playing the game. Until then... Uh, <laughs> Let's move on to Come and Gone from a Theater Near You, Brian. Are you ready to go, go back in yeah, time? Sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. 2014 this week. Week 26, June 27th through oh, 29th. Oh, shit. One night, film. Night and day. Nope. One bigger film. Bigger than night and day. I mean, I don't know 22 that 22 Jump sure, Street had yes. already come out. It had. What was the Pixar? Brave. Had already Incorrect. come out. Was that not even on the list? Uh, no, it is what not on the, the list. What was the Pixar movie? <coughs> Hold on. Okay. Okay. 2013 was Hold Monsters thing. Incorporated. Shut up. 2014 was... Did they have one? Is there a Pixar movie on the list? No, I'm going forward in time and coming up with nothing okay, i'm gonna look up picture filmography planes fire and rescue would come out like five weeks later everyone thinks that's pixar well everyone's stupid no they didn't have a movie in 14 that was the last year they didn't have a movie very strange yeah all right well they were making sure inside out was actually like really fucking good so yeah also they they took a year off They'd re- they'd recently blown their biggest idea with Monsters University and had to uh, had to recoup the old brain trust. <laughs> Monsters <laughs> Elementary, everyone was like, "No, not yet. <laughs> we can't go back to the well. Save it for 2030." And then then someone leaned over and they go, "But that's really good. Why don't you just write something up?" Open yeah. Um, I think they should keep going back. Monsters High. Monsters Middle School. I want to see these things get smaller, and then Monsters Daycare, and then that's where they meet for the first time. Unless they actually yeah, met at, they met at college. That was literally the plot of the movie. Never mind. The plot of Monster Babies could be that Scream Corp is being run into the ground, and it needs to be saved by a boss monster baby. Interesting. What if they're 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 doing a the the um 
what if the plot is the company Monsters Inc. Yeah, is uh, being nefarious, and what they're doing is they're testing an experimental energy source, which is tr- scaring their own children. Oh, baby monster! They're scaring baby. They're, they're scaring baby Sully and baby Mike. And they're like, why are they doing that? We have to stop them. And it's like this, like this, you know, this like executives doing it in the shadows and he gets found out, but it's, it's a very contra, you know, that's, they're scared. Don't can't scare our own children. As long as the babies are still voiced by Billy Crystal and John Goodman, who at this point have gotten quite old. old (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. But a movie that came out in 2014. Yes. The heat. Nope. The heat? Came out the night. Oh, the heat. No. <laughs> All right, give me a clue. All right. Uh, this is... Did we see it? I, I did not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confirm. Uh, this is a, an installment in a franchise. You're going to confirm whether I saw it? Uh, no, I'm going to confirm uh, that I know the correct number. Uh, yes. Okay. I did not see this. I have to admit, I, I'm pretty confident you did. Have you seen any films in this franchise? Yes. Which one? I have seen uh, at least the first three <laughs> plus a spinoff. What? This is a huge franchise? What number is this? Yeah. Four. They made any after this? Uh, How come you didn't yes, see this one? I'm pretty sure because they're, they're really terrible. They're all terrible. Uh, you would advocate for the first one. all right all right just give me just give me okay no no no. have there been any more installments uh yes there was another installment in 2017 which i also did not see did i see that Uh, one i have no idea whether you saw this one though maybe uh plus uh there was the spinoff aforementioned which we both saw and was pretty good all things considered so so the spinoff happened after five came out. I believe the spinoff was 2018. Wow. I will need a lot of, cl- I don't know. I can't imagine what you're talking about. Keep going. No more okay. clues. I, one of, uh, one of the preeminent, uh, blockbuster directors of our time is helmed. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Transform, transform. Uh, no, he hasn't. No. Uh, well not the spinoff. Okay. He's helmed all the main ones. Transformers, um, Age of Extinction. Correct. Which I did not see. I have not seen it. You've not seen it? I haven't seen that or The Last Night. Oh, I could have sworn uh, I remembered you telling me about how it starts. I might have found out how it starts. Oh, with okay. the with the Romeo and Juliet thing? No, well, that's, that's just no, that's different. That's just common, uh, common yeah. knowledge these days. I think I started uh, to watch this movie. I think I've, I think I've seen the beginning. Yeah, because doesn't Jack Rayner like die really early on? No, T.J. Miller does. Ah, okay. J- Jack Rayner is like the handsome dude that's there for the movie. I think. Okay. So um, uh, he's the one with the card, the Roman Juliet card. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I didn't see this, but uh, right. but I, I do like the first one, and I like the last hour of the third, <laughs> where they destroy Chicago. Um, 
And then I wasn't so hot on Bumblebee. I, th- I think it's good, but like everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's like it's like ET of its time." It's like that feel. I'm like, yeah, I don't think like so. I don't, I... There's a lot of there's a lot no, of comparisons to ET. There's a lot of comparisons to ET, my friend. Maybe not in quality, but like they're like it evokes ET, and I'm like, nah, it takes place in the '80s, and it's about like an alien, but not really. Um, yeah, it's about an alien who's like, oh, I'm hiding and I'm meek and I'm friends with. I this also think it's person a, it, I also think it's a disservice to Bumblebee to be like it evokes ET. Bumblebee's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And yeah, and let's they, let's let's back that up. We're 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 doing. Uh, don't think we're you know as good as ET, but anyway. Um, that opened to a still good $100 million. Right on the fucking money. Yeah, I remember Just that. That was the. Broke that fucker's nose. Do you want to know why? It's because that was the why? only $100 million opening that summer. Oh. And so everyone was like, the box office is in trouble. Only Transformers can break this, you know, $100 million opening weekend thing. And yeah. uh, turns out people just didn't, you know. That was like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes open. That was a, still a decent summer. The first Neighbors was that summer, I think. That might have been the next summer, but 222 Jump Street, which is great. So, yeah, it's yeah. A, it was a fine summer, I think, but it just wasn't hot box office wise. Um, all right. Also, want to shout out the uh, limited release opening of Snowpiercer. Love eight, Snowpiercer. Eight theaters, $171,000, 21000 average. Might have been us. I think we saw that on the 4th of July. We did. Yeah, at the music box. Uh, that is exactly right. Yeah, yeah. What's up the music box at this 4th of July? <laughs> is this an off-mic conversation? Uh, perhaps. Well, too uh, <laughs> fucking bad. Because I'm on their website. All right. June 28th, June 29th, 30th, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th. Truman in Tennessee, an intimate conversation. I carry you with me. And that's uh, really it. I uh, carry with me opened a decent uh, per theater average this uh, this weekend. Um, anyway, great. Hey, guess what? We have an early reaction. Love it. No idea what it is. Do you want the red band, which is very cool? Or do you want the... Let's do the red band. Why not? Sure. Let's do the red band. Guys, cool. I'm, I'm very... <laughs> I'm very excited for Noah to see this. I cannot wait for this movie. It's got a hell of a poster. I'm going to show Noah the poster first so he knows what we're dealing with. I'm going to share my screen uh, as soon as I find the poster. But um, basically what we're going to do is after we watch Noah hasn't seen this trailer. I have. So when we do watch it, we're going to cut the mic. I know. I'm not going to get to that part yet. No, I see you shaking your head. Uh, All right, here we go. I'm sharing my screen. This is what we are watching. Noah can say the title with his excitement. You can see yourself right now, right? Uh, no, I see black. Yes, I see myself. <sighs> oh my god, it's Halloween Kills. Isn't that a good poster? It's because uh, he's all burned from the fire at the end of the movie. It, objectively, yes, it is good. It's I'm, like, one of, I'm one of those people that gets freaked out by things that have like little crevices and holes and stuff in them when they shouldn't. Oh, I and, see. And so I'd rather. Well, you know what I like I about care, it I don't care is for the burned face. You know what I like about but, it is it's it's the it's similar to this, which I actually have that poster. Right, so it was yeah, the poster the, for the uh, first one. Yeah, the, which is yeah, just his original. Face. We're gonna watch so, the Red Band trailer for Halloween Kills, my friend, and it, it. is violent. 
Good. Um, I cannot wait for this movie, and uh, we're going to watch the trailer. Uh, Noah hasn't seen it. We'll come back. We'll give our early reactions. So we are going to have to cut the mics. I'm really sorry about that, but don't worry, because as always, it'll be seamless. Halloween kills David Gordon Green, Scott Teams, Danny McBride, David Gordon Green writing. October 15th, 2021. I am fucking pumped. Noah, what did you think of the Red Band trailer? Uh, really great. You mentioned it was uh, quite violent, and it yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, thing with the tube of light that was the second most violent thing I've ever seen done with a tube of light. Yes, uh, the first one was more violent, but that was also bad. What we just yes. saw. Yeah. Uh, shocking. Seems really good. Really into it. Uh, you don't get a lot of horror movies that just have like an established cast. You get a lot of franchises that have an established person. Right. But then, like, they restock the cast around them. Right. It's I guess like, this, is kind of, this is kind of true of Scream. Right. It's uh, like Scream, which, which had a few survivors and they stuck around. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but like, at least from this trailer, like, it, it seems like they're not repopulating with a bunch of red shirts around the uh, the generational family here. Yeah. It's it's just those three, and I'd I'd like them all to live. And as the movies go on, that seems less and less likely. Yes, I have uh, a feeling so that's interesting. I have a feeling Greer is going to bite it in this, but I do want to not only that, but like we are connecting even more the '78 Halloween to this. We have uh, uh, Anthony Michael Hall playing Tommy Doyle, the boy who Laurie babysat. Uh-huh. He's the bald guy in this movie with the baseball bat. Okay. Who's in the hospital going, what should we do? And then he has a baseball bat. And also, in a, I think we see her die, but Kyle Richards, who's now a real housewife, plays Lindsay Wallace, who's the girl that's being babysat in the first one. And she actually is playing – she played the girl in the original. So she's oh, actually shit. coming back to play the same role that she played in the first one. That's interesting. Um, which, is, which is really cool. And the, uh, the idea of the town – like rising up against him is to me like epic. Like when they broke that idea just to be like, they're all been terrorized by this guy. Right. For you, you know, like it happened back then he was, now he's back and he murdered like 80 people. And now they're just like, well, if he's real, then fuck it. Let's just get him. Like, that's exciting, man. I mean, that's so cool. I agree. Uh, I'm I'm really into it. I, I'm very excited for this movie. I'm trying to I'm trying to temper my excitement. Sure. Uh, not not temper my excitement, but relative to my prediction here, mm-hmm. because I feel I feel that very often, uh, especially in the uh, in the wake of In the Heights, uh, mm-hmm. I'll see a trailer and go like, "Holy shit! I can't wait to fucking see that movie." Yeah. Everyone can't wait to see that fucking movie. <laughs> A uh, hundred million dollars. Well, you know, wh- what do you think of the title as well? Halloween Kills. Yeah, I'm not I, a big fan of it. I think it. I think it works. I think I've heard it enough that it's just the title of the movie. I love the. I, was, the, I love the title for the trilogy capper, Halloween Ends, which comes out next year. They film these back to back. I think okay. that's great. Halloween Ends because it's like an actual day. Yeah, and the day ends. Halloween Kills yeah. is, is strange. It's like if you try to unpack it, it doesn't actually make sense. But no. I like it. Just it. It sounds good, 
and okay. it's just it sounds good and it's quick, so it's fine to me. But I, uh, I, I, I cannot wait. I think that this it looks great. I just also giving him different weapons like that, like the fire axe and like the saw that they cut through shit in that, that in that opening scene. Like that's just fun. Yeah. Plus he he will have a knife, but like just him just like getting to use these other things, like. I, I really cannot like Judy, Judy Greer <laughs> holding his mask going, you want this mask? <laughs> Come and get it. And there's like a, there's like a lawn of like four people <laughs> just ready to fight him. Like, yeah. yes, I want that now. Very excited. So Halloween kills October 15th, 2021. You know what happened with the first one? I do. Huge. Uh, yeah. What do you think we're opening to here? All right. Here's what I, here's what I'm going to do. And this, all this context isn't like part of my official prediction. It's just yeah. filling you in. I think this one's going to dip a little bit, uh, but I think the quality is going to remain the same. And then going into the third one, uh, it's going to be all hands on deck for, uh, for a conclusion here. Uh, so I'm going to call for a $60 million opening. Okay. Let me see the, film. Film. the first one open too, just to put that into context for the, the listeners. Uh, I should have had that ready. I'm sorry. Halloween. Uh, the first one, uh, what was the number you said? I said 60. 60. The first one opened to 76. All right. There you so go. yeah, I think that's, I think that that's, that's basically what I'm looking at. And then I think if Halloween kills is as good as the first one was, and if it gets a little bit of legs, I think once we get to Halloween ends, we could uh, we could we could be looking at big numbers. I can't tell big you how exciting numbers. that would be. That would be so exciting. I I love the Halloween movies, and uh, also just a little teaser, but just him putting the fucking season of the witch masks on those bodies on the little carousel. Sure, that makes me happy. Uh, season of the witch is uh, season of the witch is underrated, and it's got a great song in it, and uh, it's good. Um, all right. Recommend a, a movie for the folks for this week, uh, slash weekend. All right. Well, uh, you've already done this one, but, uh, since it's all the rage with the, uh, second highest per theater average, uh, in third in top 50, third highest. yeah. Yeah. If you go, if you go all the way down to, I carry you with me, then yeah, it is the, third highest yeah uh but i'm gonna recommend nobody which everyone is seeing uh the thousands of percentage points worth of people have uh, added this to their repertoire uh go check it out it's a lot of fun uh and you might get to watch fast nine after f9 excuse me you son of a bitch um, f9 the fast saga everyone knows you. what it's called but me <laughs> um I am going to wreck. I'm going to do a little bit of a twofer because one of them is only in theaters today, which is Tuesday and tomorrow, which is Wednesday. And the other one will be debuting on Peacock. uh, And the other one is the ball is the boss baby, which by the way, let's just call it boss baby. I I don't think that that was necessary in this case, but uh, the boss baby family business. What what was the first one called? It's a good question. I have Wikipedia up right now. Because I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to demand some consistency from you on this front. The first one was called the Boss Baby, and I argue that the first one should have just been called Boss Baby. I think that's a better title. Maybe. But 
Since it was no, called that, that's, I, I agree. Because it was the first one was called that, keep it the same. But retroactively, the first one should have just been Boss Baby. Okay. Anyway, why do I have Spirit Untamed here? Because you're uh, recommending it? <laughs> I think that's already been pulled. Um, no, it hasn't, but it's on video on demand. No. Uh, what I'm going to recommend today being Tuesday and tomorrow Wednesday, I think that's it. But um, The Birdcage, 25th anniversary, is going to be in theaters. TCM is doing a uh, 25th anniversary uh, presentation, also for Pride Month. Uh, and it's one of the best comedies uh, ever made, and it's terrific. And if you uh, check it out, uh, theater is a good place to do it. Um, but I know that's only Tuesday and Wednesday as far as I can tell. If it's playing past that near you, great. Enjoy. Um, instead, Summer of Soul is coming out this weekend. I'm doing one that I haven't seen, uh, but uh, but I feel confident enough that uh, I'm going to like it. So um, Summer of Soul or When the Re- Revolution Could Not Be Televised is uh, coming out. I think it's also going to be on Hulu, but go to a fucking theater and see it, guys. Come on. Let's be real. It's a big, giant concert. It's got a 98 on the tomatoes. Uh, We're all having a good time. And um, it's a big concert with uh, Stevie Wonder, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Silent Family Stone, just really Questlove directed it. Um, I cannot wait. That's coming out this weekend. So that's my recommendation uh, for you to see it in a theater is my recommendation, Noah. Love it. Um, and that's it. All right, plug us up. You can find us at what's in the box We are on Twitter at witboxoffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I'm at Brian uh, Server. I was going to say dot server. D A S U R B E R. And of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. Yeah, we are. We are on. I, I should learn a fourth one. I should I should change that up what, a little bit. What are the ones you're saying? Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, That'll be a Google Podcast app of some kind. What maybe. What about Pod Podcast Addict or that one that we used yeah, to use? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I still use that. Okay. Uh, you want like a professional one. Yeah, like one that like I think people use. You can listen to it on our website. <laughs> yeah, the website. What's in the box office.com. Uh what about anyway, Audible? Is that a listen. thing? Does Audible have podcasts? Uh, I'm going to say no. Really? I, I, I don't know the answer. Uh, Amazon Music. There love it. Uh, we're probably there. We should find out before I officially add that to the spiel. In the meantime, wherever you choose to listen, thank you very much. Um, that is it for us today. Let's find out how uh, hard, fast, oh, Jesus, how hard F9 it is. It is hard to say it. But let's see how steep F9 the Fast Saga falls. Uh, is the purge still a thing? Will people see the. Do people know the Boss Baby Family business is out? We'll find out next week. In my experience, no, they don't. <laughs> this has been What's in the Box Office. I have been your host, Brian. I've been your host, Noah. See you next week. And until then, if you feel safe, go to a movie.